This is Hawkside Guns Podcast. Hello and welcome to Hawkside Guns Podcast. This is going to be, uh, we're actually doing this cast on Halloween. Uh, so it is it is a festive time in which uh, I've uh, I just got back from shooting guns, uh, some rifles and stuff. Uh, try to contain your surprise. Uh, and <laughs> it was... you still have more opportunity to do that than I do. <laughs> and it was excellent. Uh, so uh, it was it was really cool. But as I understand it, we have some other things to talk about today. Uh, well, I'm I'm not sure if you if you had the opportunity to see it go past, but um, all of the Second Amendment Amendment pundits out there are very very up in arms with the ATF at the moment. And normally, being a strong proponent of the Second Amendment myself, surprise surprise, um, I, I usually agree with them. But I think I'm going to have to call bullshit on this one. Um, and if you if you haven't seen it, what it is is the ATF. Uh, has started changing the definition of pistol for import. Okay. Um, okay. So, I mean, if you don't know, you're not really supposed to import a full, full-on rifle into um, the United States. Uh, so what a lot of people have done in the past, like, for example, the FN SCAR. The FN SCARs are shipped in two separate pieces. They're shipped as a pistol and then... Uh, finally assembled in the U.S. to be their rifle. And the ATF is basically putting a stop to that. Uh, Where the pundits are getting up in arms is two things, one of which I agree with and one which I think they're stretching. The one I agree with is the fact that the ATF is is not a regulatory body. They're an enforcement body. Therefore, they shouldn't be the ones making up the rules. Uh, Yeah, I thought that was kind of the case, isn't it? Uh, it is, but that being said, uh, what it's kind of turned into as, uh, once again, talking about the what's a pistol or an NFA or an AOW is uh, when people have things that kind of don't fit any category, it's kind of been the ATF has been kind of going, okay, that works, that doesn't, yes, you can do this, no, you can't do that, et cetera. And they've kind of just run with it. Um But the part where everybody's getting up in arms that I kind of have to look at and go, I'm not 100 percent sure you guys you guys. I think we're reaching a little bit here, which is the concept of now wondering whether or not that's going to change what the definition of pistol is for American made products. Oh, yeah, they're they're Uh, run into some stuff there. Well, I mean, and, and part of it is an understandable concern. You know, I have what is considered an AR pistol, and I like knowing what the rules are because uh, I need, I, I'd need. i like to be able to follow them. I don't want to go to the shooting range I go to that has a lot of law enforcement there, pull out my uh, AR pistol to go just target shooting with and have one of them go, you need to come with us. Well, that would be unfortunate. <laughs> I, I could see where that would be an issue. Uh, but I, I think I've got a different take on it than a lot of people do because I, I don't think that's where they're going. Um, there are very few people actually flat out trying to import their firearms into the United States anymore. If you look at it, Glock has a U.S. plant. Even Kalashnikov has a U.S. plant. 
I think what they're trying to do is get these people to en encourage them to actually build factories in the U.S. rather than trying to import their products. That's a weird way to go about it. Well, if you make it to the point where the product can't be imported in that fashion, once again, that's why Kalashnikov builds their rifles in the United States, because rather than importing them and trying to find a way around the rules, they just build them here. Well, I mean, if you look at some of the way the car manufacturers do it, I mean, they, you know, Hyundai, Toyota, uh, yeah. I mean, Toyota put their, their headquarters here in Dallas. I mean, they've got factories in North Carolina and, they, you know, car companies have have gotten around import taxes and import issues and, and all that kind of stuff and import costs by building factories in the company in the countries where their product is going to be consumed. That part doesn't really, I mean, that's, that's just simple economics. Yeah. I, I don't know why they'd be enforcing it this particular way to try and induce somebody to put a factory or, or a plant or a, a assembly uh, uh, mechanism in a country by saying, or you know, by of all people, the ATF, you know, trying to entice. That doesn't sound like the ATF's job is to try and entice economy. Well, I, uh, that that being said, the ATF is kind of not doing their job; they're doing everybody else's job as it is when it comes to firearms. Yeah, well, you know, they they do seem to branch out a little bit, uh, but. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I it just seems weird that they would be like that would be the reason. Uh, you know what? I think the only reason why my brain is going in that direction is because of the fact that they did it specifically on imported firearms. Now, yeah, that's a little weird. It, it, and and that's where my head goes is okay. Maybe they're just trying to get these guys to just finally go ahead and start manufacturing them in the U.S. Which actually I don't see as a bad thing. You know, hell, factories, jobs, etc. Um, and that's kind of where I'm going, because if not, why not just, you know, universally just start saying, you know, shit, all these pistols are now AOWs. Yeah. I, I, I mean, it, 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 they're already willing to make these decisions arbitrarily and not tell anybody. You know, all of this is coming out because a couple of um, law firms that work for the firearm industry have just suddenly up and went, looked at everybody and went, uh, this could be a problem. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, once again, if, if you have that capability and whether they are supposed to have it or not, they do. Um, why split hairs? If you want to make pistols illegal, make them illegal, you know, just, just do it. I mean, the worst part about it is, is there's a 50, 50 shot that you're going to have somebody in office in the next few days that will look at you and go perfect. Yeah. I mean, that's, and that's really the, the issue, you know, I mean, there, if, if, and, and that's always kind of the political thing is everybody says, you know, this person or this person is going to come for your guns. And, and honestly, there are people like that running around on Capitol Hill today. Yeah. Uh, that may indeed try for that and try to do that. And it'll take a lot more pushback uh, from the American people if we put them in that kind of position of power to fight that. You know, even though we do have Second Amendment, even though we do have have issues like that, they can, you know, write a decree and and off we go. It's it's now you own illegal things. Uh, it's that to me is scary. Uh, what's What's worse is what are people going to do about it? 
you know? Oh, oh, absolutely. I mean, let's put it this way. I I don't plan on, you know, going, oh, gee, I'm going to go down to the government and I'm going to give them back my AR. Um, No. Uh, It'll be hidden under the couch somewhere and, you know. Come get it. Yeah. (laughs) I I mean, so I, I, I guess it's kind of the question of, what's the purpose behind it? And I'm not seeing the, I'm seeing the issues at large that they're talking about. Once again, you've got a enforcement body acting as a regulatory body. They're not the FCC, uh, FCC? Yeah, Federal Communications Commission, who actually is a regulatory body enforcing the uh, stuff with communication. These guys are just there to enforce the rules. They're not there to create them. Uh, part of it has been them dealing with the fact that the rules are unfortunately not always that specific to begin with, and they're open to a lot of interpretation. And since these guys are the ones who are going to enforce it, it's pretty much up to their interpretation. Um, but it, it, this one just seems a little bit too specific to me to be that uh, one where they're trying to sneak something underneath the wire when, quite frankly, they don't need to sneak. Yeah. That's just, I, I don't know. Like, what are you trying to prevent from this? That's that's my issue. You know, like, what what is it that's driven you to write this? Like, why, what problem are we having with imported guns versus something that's not imported? And, and, and see, I come back to a financial one. You do have FN, which is pretty much a rather expensive firearm, but you do have a couple of relatively inexpensive firearms that are coming into the United States from places like Turkey um, and are just coming in and flooding the market and being bought up because they are of actually really good quality. Yeah. So, uh, you know, and and even then you start seeing that um, a lot of the XD models are going away from Springfield. Now they haven't said anything why but it's kind of like okay well they're now looking at their american made stuff versus the stuff that they hadn't that they were buying out of croatia yeah i mean i guess it could be you know they're they're trying to protect but that's i don't know that's so weird i uh i i I guess the best way to put it is, is the only thing out of all of this that actually makes sense to me could I be wrong? Of course, I've been wrong before. I'll be wrong again. Um, actually, it happens quite often. Uh, <laughs> Regularly, <laughs> consistently, we're wrong. Uh, but but at the same time, it's the only thing out of all of this is, is making sense because I don't see any reason for them to try to sneak something under the wire. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and it's not like, like that would prevent any kind of thing. I mean, we've had millions and millions and millions of guns sold very recently in the last couple of months. Oh, you know? hell yes. Like and, and millions the... and millions. And there has been no, you know, like the, the country hasn't risen up and torn itself to shit. Um, we're like these, these people are trying to be responsible gun owners. It's try They're trying to, they're buying them for defense because they, they feel the need for that kind of thing. And notice that, We've had a 300, 400% increase in new guns sold. There isn't a 400 or, you know, 300% increase in, in mass shootings or, or any weirdness like that outside of some very small uh, areas on the West Coast. Um, well, it, well, and even then you, you run into something that I think 
you know, you've got a lot of the pundits and this time on the anti-gun side getting pushing the information in the wrong direction. You've got a lot of them saying, well, gun and gun um, purchases have gone up by 300 percent in an X city, Y city and Z city. Gun violence has gone up by 300 percent. And the answer is yes. But those are also the cities in which you now no longer have an active police force. Yes. You know, it's like mm, there's other things going on there, you know, and. And I get that. I mean, it's it's there. And you're right. There's numbers on both sides of that particular fence. But I would say, by and large, the the people who are buying these firearms are not buying uh, for they're not buying for sport. They're not no. buying for hunting. They're no. buying for defense. Actually, actually, the sport and the hunting firearms are the ones that you can still readily find oh yeah i got a story about that later yeah, uh, but, but i mean yeah i mean you can and you can find ammunition for them too exactly uh, I, I mean I, uh, this is a side and I, and I know but i i gotta say it, I, i'm wandering through cabela's the other day and, <laughs> and i'm picking up some some extra clays and some uh, uh seven and a half uh winchester double a and 12 gauge uh, which they have boxes. Of. I mean, they got like three rows of shotgun stuff now. I mean, it's not. Oh like, yeah. I mean, you can buy anything, and except double lot buck, you can buy anything. You know. Well, you can uh, buy anything that you're not generally planning on using to defend yourself. Right. Any sporting or or you know bird round, you you got it. So I'm picking up some stuff, and I, I'm uh, and there's this, and I love them because because you can tell that they've just had their head in their sand in the sand for. Uh, obviously months because they come in <laughs> and they stop the guy and they're like, Hey, um, so I'm looking for nine millimeter. <laughs> yeah. And, and the guy will just look at him and be like, yeah, I'm looking for that too. <laughs> you know? There's a big sign here that says we're out of nine millimeter, 380, you know, this, 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 he goes, and, and I, I love it. Cause it's always the second question they ask. Because they're just their brain isn't willing to. But do you do you have any in the back? That's exactly it. Do you have it? Do you have some in the back? Maybe could you go check, sir? There is no back to have any in. You know, when it comes off the truck, we put it in a pile out here in the aisle, and then we open the doors at nine a.m. and then people come and take it all, and then it's all gone. Yeah, here that's here that's Wednesday morning. Yeah, this is you're here at two thirty on a Thursday. You, there is no nine millimeter in the building. <laughs> um, None. I, I, I was walking through just out of curiosity on, I think it was Monday morning. And um, I, as I'm sitting here walking through the ammo, just out of curiosity, I like going through there and just like chuckling. Sure. Um, I, I see a woman with a little note over and I just couldn't help but as I walked past, look at the note and there was, it, it said, Nine millimeter, three eighty, two two three, and I just looked at her and went, "Look, I'm gonna, I, I, I apologize for interrupting. I know it's none of my business, but I couldn't help but seeing your list. Uh, don't waste your time." Yeah, there isn't any here. <laughs> There's not gonna be any here. You can come back every day. <laughs> there won't be any here. You know, if, if you want, I can give you a suggestion of a website that's selling remanufactured stuff at rape at retail prices. But yeah, yeah, other than that, you're out of luck. <laughs> Yeah, attend a gun show. <laughs> you know, it's all there. Uh, that's not exactly an option here. Oh yeah, I forgot. You guys are on the East Coast. That's yeah. What the hell well, do you do? Like, what do you do? Seriously, what do you do if you want ammunition? Uh, just exactly what I just told you. I found a place that's selling remanufactured am uh, ammunition. That's basically though they're selling it at retail prices uh, online. Wow. 
Yeah. That is that is messed up, dude. See, and, and, and it's and it's and and it's even when I say retail, it's above that. You're looking at anywhere from thirty four to fifty cents per round. That's actually not that bad, you know. Oh uh, no, it's not as bad as some of the places. Again, I, I still find it hilarious that the website called Cheaper Than Dirt is absolutely not anymore. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> Dirt is I mean, really expensive now. Did you know that? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they've got stuff they've been selling at a dollar fifty to two dollars a round. Yeah, and they get it too. Oh, absolutely. And everyone's happy to pay it. <laughs> oh, I, I was actually down in Richmond, Virginia this week, and I saw a gun store as I was on my way back north and stopped in just out of curiosity. And I looked and looked around, and they, and they had ammo. And it was kind of like, wow, you guys have got ammo. And the guy went, yeah, what do you want? And I'm like, out of curiosity, what have you gotten like 9mm or 380? And the guy sits there and goes, well, I've got uh, tall ammo, the, the cheap steel stuff. At $32 for a box of 50, and I went, yeah, and you've got the same problem everybody else does. Yeah. <laughs> and, he's, and he's like, you, you, don't, you don't want it? I said, goes, nope, I've actually got plenty in the house. All I'm looking for is stuff that I'm willing to shoot off at the range. I've got enough to, uh, as far as just protect myself, but I'm not willing to shoot any of it off at the moment to go just to go to the range. Yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat. I'm like, mm, no. <laughs> you know? Uh, especially 380, you know, because 380 is yeah. my stuff, and I love that. So, I mean, I've got about 300 rounds of it, and I'm like, mm, no, no, I, I don't think I, I'm going to use any I'm, of it. I, I'm running low on my 380, but I still have somewhere in the nature of about 1,500 rounds of 9mm. Oh, man, you can make a killing on that. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. That's what I'm keeping. <laughs> We uh we went to a uh, a gun show, uh well I guess early this morning. Uh, as as we record this, there was a uh, a gun show early this morning, and it was uh, it was our favorite gun show. It was the Mesquite Gun Show, and uh, about a thousand tables. It's not a huge one, uh, but it's pretty big. <laughs> uh, what? The biggest gun show I've been to here had thirty two tables. <laughs> Oh wow! We you need you need to come to Texas more. <laughs> Just leave your wallet in the car because you're gonna you're gonna spend a bunch. I mean, it's it's the like the the biggest one around us, and I, I you know is is the now the Dallas Gun Show has actually the, become the largest uh, in the last year. They've reopened that one and they've kind of taken some of the other smaller shows and combined it into the Dallas Gun Show, and it's got about sixteen hundred tables, which is large. Uh, it takes up the entire Dallas Market Center. Um, it's, a, it's a big thing. Yeah, it's a big show. Uh, we went to that uh, the other day, got my daughter a, a shotgun. But uh, this morning we went to the Mesquite Gun Show, and there's there's tables of it. I mean, there's tables and tables and tables of ammunition. Now, it's not cheap, but you can find whatever it is you want, right? Oh, yeah. uh, so there's .380, there's 9mm, and there's no, there's no restriction. Right. There's no old five box per customer. They'll give you a truckload and help you load it, you know, <laughs> but it's 30 bucks a box, you know, 25, 30 bucks a box for 50 of nine millimeter. Three eighties, the exact same price. Yeah. Um, it's it's not cheap. Uh, so it's like but it's, you know, like normal. It isn't like you're saying the cheap steel hold or, you know, aluminum casing or anything like that. But it's it's nine millimeter and three eighty. Um, I just. I'm just floored by people just coming out of the 
the rock they've been living under and being like, hey, uh, I'm looking for a nine millimeter, you know. And when they find it, I actually watched the guy put it back because he's like, this must be mislabeled. It's thirty two dollars. <laughs> nope. And the lady right behind him came and snatched it up and the box behind it and went right about her business. And he's and he's looking around like, hey, and she's like, look, you put it down. It's not yours anymore. You know. <laughs> Uh huh. Uh huh. It's I'm like, well, dumb shit. You know, you should have, you should have paid attention. Um, uh, and the other announcement that's been made, if you if you hadn't heard, is that Shot Show 2021 is actually canceled. Yeah, I did hear that. And but the worst part about it is, is I'm sitting here. I was actually just thinking before I saw the thing canceled was. I wonder what they're going to show at SHOT Show this year, considering the fact that they never really had much of an opportunity to release any of the things they showed yeah. last year at What SHOT did you Show. do? <laughs> yeah, you, what did you do? You're struggling to keep up just production, if you can, if you can keep a factory open long enough to do it. What, exa- what, you know, what revolutionary thing have you come up with this year sitting at home? You know, uh, I'm not saying it can't be done, but like they, like as you have you know, adeptly pointed out they didn't do anything like they didn't release anything. There's been yeah. no anything. They've just been trying to hold on. Uh, no, it's been I, a great year for guns, but. Oh, yeah. But what exactly do you think you're going to get? Oh, uh, uh, yeah, there, there's been no opportunity for innovation this year. It's all been. Can we keep up with demand? Now, I keep hearing the rumor that the ammunition companies are going to start trying to, or are going to start the supply uh, a little better, you know, and, and trying to keep up with the demand that's happening. Uh, yeah, but the, the last report I heard uh, through the supplier at the, at the store I work at is um, that you're probably still not going to see things be that much different until this time next year. Yeah, I well, and what I was gonna say is, is I don't see that fixing anything anytime soon, because all you're gonna do is get the people who are willing to buy a ton of it, more opportunity to buy the ton of it, handled first, and then we'll be right back in this situation. What I'm curious to see is because it doesn't ever happen with any other product under the sun, uh, is. Uh, will the prices, even after they start manufacturing a lot more, go back down again? You know, I think it's going to wind up being supply and demand. Um, once they finally do it and get the the prices out there, I think people will stop paying that much for it. Uh, um, it, it, it yeah, but they're going to take what they can get for as long as they can. Oh, no, it, the 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 decline on price will come down a lot slower than yeah. the decline on demand. For sure. I, I truly believe that. Um, will it ever come down to exactly what it was? No, I don't think it will. Because they're getting it and they're greedy and they're going to be greedy and they're going to oh, keep yeah. doing it. Actually, the one thing I have to give Cabela's credit for is that they actually, their own manufactured stuff, Herders, they haven't raised the price on it. Not a bit. And Not so a bit. I, I really got to give Cabela's or actually Fast Pro um, credit for that one. That, you know, they, they've obviously kept the percentage of markup for everything else that the prices have gone up on. But their own manufactured product, they have not raised the price on it. And it's available. Oh, it, it's available. As I said, you got to show up on Wednesday morning. Yeah, but it's it's <laughs> available. And, and well, and, and I guess I should amend that statement. 
in shotgun, it's available. You can get any shotgun oh, yeah. round in herders you want. Oh, yeah. Any, you know, uh, yeah, any weird-ass, you know, <laughs> gauge or, you know, it doesn't matter. Yeah, but we it, it's it's been widely known amongst the community here that uh, our local Cabela's gets their truck on Tuesdays, and the ammo will be on the floor when they open on Wednesday morning. Yeah, they used to do that here until somebody knocked over the truck. <laughs> And uh, stole all the ammunition. Now they vary up the days that it arrives. Uh, they haven't done that here yet. Yeah. So they they in H- Texas H- they H- figured that out. H- hence the word yet. Yeah. Uh, so it, it's. Anyway, it, but I do have to say they're knocking over an ammo truck. That that's that's a lot of heavy shit. Oh no! They just stole the truck. Yeah, but still, I mean, you know, somewhere along the line, you're gonna have to offload that shit. Well, yeah, you offload it to a store. <laughs> you set up a store somewhere or, I don't know, buy a couple or, tables or, at or a just, gun or, show. Or just open up the back of the truck and go, hey. Nine millimeter. <laughs> Would you ask questions if somebody gave you a case of nine millimeter for 200 bucks? No, not in the least. Mm-hmm. My, my response to that would be, thank you, sir. Can I have two? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so it's it's uh, what's the old Chris Rock line? Man, how am I gonna sell all this crack? You know, <laughs> and the worst part about it is is it, is it would be kind of like, uh, yeah, we're, we'll sell this to you, but you can't say where you found. Not a problem. Not a problem, Chief. I don't know. <laughs> I, I I found it. What, it's in the what, ditch. What, what, what you mean? You mean somebody stole a, a a Cabela's truck? I have. How could they do that? That is just a who shame. would do such a thing? <laughs> yeah. Excuse me while I put this in the back of my car. Yeah, that that uh, why my truck is sagging? Uh, no reason. <laughs> I only have twenty hundred, uh, you know, twenty eight hundred pounds of uh, ammunition in the back. No problem. It's no big deal. Uh, well, uh, it's uh, it's funny. I mean, it's as it, as much. It, and I try and tell this to people. I'm like, oh, they're like, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to find the gun. I'm like, no, 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 no. You can find a gun. You can find a gun in any caliber, configuration, or anything you want. Rifle, pistol, shotgun, whatever it is, okay? You can probably find it if you search hard enough. Ammunition, on the other hand, that's the problem. Yeah. Um, I do I do have to laugh a little bit, and I know it's a little bit at your expense, because everybody <laughs> before this was like, I have my plan for the Armageddon. I'm going to go 9mm only. That way my gun works with all the ammunition. It didn't work. The only problem is, what if there's none of that? <laughs> you know? I, I, I do I do have to admit that I am, as time is going on, gravitating back towards 9mm and three eighty. It's it's really, quite frankly, what I like to shoot. Well, um, honestly, it's it's two of the better calibers. They're easy to control. They're relatively small. They have good stopping power. It's it's They are, in my personal opinion, which means absolutely nothing. Exactly. Uh, it, 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 they are two of the best pistol calibers available on the market today. Period. Yeah, and so and even then, I've I flat out have told the the guys at the store, if you see me going to buy a handgun that is made by anybody other than Sig Sauer, um, just 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 question me on it because everything I buy that's not Sig Sauer, I shoot it a few times and it goes back. I, 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 okay, so I'm a Sig whore. I get it. I know it's just what it, it, they're the ones I shoot well. I shoot a six hour well. I shoot everything else like crap. 
Well, there's that, you know. Um, I, and, and the only the only one out of that that's non six hour that I still have, and it's still sitting in my safe, is the uh, the Walder PPK, which I refuse to get rid of. Oh man, that's such I, a sweet gun. I, I'm still waiting for the uh, the heavier uh, recoil spring to show up so I can try that. Yeah, it's it uh, ordering some of those parts is a little difficult because it's like, okay, well we can get you that. It'll be ten weeks. And you're like, what? You know? <laughs> What do you uh, mean ten weeks? That that's actually exactly what I'm waiting for. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, what are you putting it on a Sherpa's back? Where where's this coming from? You know? But yeah, you're gonna have and, to wait. And, and the worst part is you're thinking, it's just a spring. Yeah. <laughs> like how hard could this be oh, okay. You know <laughs> look what are you gonna do? But well, I, I... Uh, you know, I'm the same way, though. Uh, I'm with caliber more than uh, make, though, because I every pistol that I have that I hang on to winds up being a 380. It just it just does. I, I, I'm I'm not promising that you'll actually go for it or not. I am interested when I finally do get a chance to come down there and we get to play with guns for a little while and putting um, my ported 365 in your hand and just seeing what your impression of it is. Oh, because yeah. I, no, I, it's I, not I, that I won't shoot anything else. It's just oh, no, I wind up with 380. Be, because I think you're going to like it. I mean, well, you're wrong. I, but I think I think you'll really like it. There's there's a uh, there is a absolute chance because uh, it's. It's one of those things, if it's well-behaved, and I think that's part of the reason I like the 380 so much, is they're exceedingly well-behaved. Yeah. Um, it's a smaller kind of round. It's easier to control. Um, I'm not gifted in in shooting pistols anyway, so it's not like, you know, it, it's, it's some kind of, uh, oh, Sean has lots of skill. No, I don't. Um, it's, it's not that at all. Uh, it's just I... I seem to be able to hold a pattern reliably with a 380 because it's a little bit smaller and a little easier to control in the formats that I have used. Mm. But um, like all the other stuff, I mean, I had my hands on a 45 for a while. I had, I've had nine millimeters. They're nice. I mean, they're, it's not yeah. that it's, I mean, there's some of the best in the world. I just prefer a 380, at least at this point. Um, at one point I preferred 20 gauge shotguns too, but I've pretty much almost exclusively moved to 12s. Uh, that that doesn't seem to be happening with pistols, though. Uh, I, went the, I, went, I went the other direction with shotguns. I went I, I went for the 12 gauge and went, ooh, this is gonna be awesome, a big 12 gauge shotgun. And I have worked my way down to four tens. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. <laughs> it happens. You, you get you yeah. Shoot what you like, you know. Uh, I I just I with pistols, they're to me they're more. Like, they're less sporting guns, you know, at least to me in the way I use them. Uh, well, they're more defense. If, if, if you're, yes. And if you're, because if you're looking for a pistol as a sporting gun, typically, not always, if you're doing like a John Wick 3 gun thing, what I'm about to say does not apply to you. <laughs> but, but if you're typically doing sport shooting, you're looking at one of those little Browning or Ruger 22s. Yeah, and my father has one. You know, Bona yeah. has a little Ruger Mark, whatever. What is it? Mark is it, four or five? I, I, I don't know. I, if if I three. remember correctly, they're up to Mark six. I'm not 100% sure I'm correct about that. I though. think he's got a Mark 
five. Hold on, I can look it up while we're doing this. But and he bought that to to play and just modded the living crap out of it. Yeah. Um, just everything. He changed everything about it so that it would be an awesome target pistol. And it is. It's really nice. Uh, oh, he okay. He's got a Mark IV. Okay, he's got a Mark IV. Um, but uh, and he's he's got he put a different trigger on it. He put a compensated barrel on it. He put uh, it's got a threaded barrel. It's got um, he's he's got all kinds of cool. He's got cool sights on it. He's got I mean, there's like nothing standard about this gun, and it is laser accurate. And I hate shooting it because it's boring. <laughs> and it's uh-huh. and I just uh, he's like, isn't this great? I'm like, mm, no. <laughs> like, but but he shoots that for for target, you know, for pistol target, he'll shoot that all day, and it's yeah. and it's easy to deal with. Um, but I, I would agree that that target shooting is is more kind of the the smaller calibers just for accuracy and all that kind of stuff. Um, I, again, like you're you're saying with with if you're building a John Wick <laughs> combat yeah. master. Yeah, but see, that's a completely different story altogether anyway. That is based on the idea of combat versus how how small of a pattern can I get. I got to say, man, I've been carrying the Taurus Spectrum for a little bit now, and I've had it in my car. I've had it all kinds of places, and it's, man, is that thing awesome. Yeah. Oh, it is just a sweetheart and a half. Um, I... You know, other than that initial tightness, it's like one of the very few new guns I've I've ever purchased, and 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 they usually have about a three hundred round break in period. Uh, yeah, it did. Uh, we I've put about five hundred rounds through it, and the first two fifty three hundred were stiff. Yeah, uh, I, I, I I don't know if you if you've recognized this before, but if you call up the firearm manufacturer about a new gun, the first thing they're going to ask you is, how many rounds do you have through it? And if you tell them anything less than 300, they're going to tell you to call them back once you get there. (laughs) Because, I mean, all of them will tell you, look at just about every firearms manual, they'll tell you that the firearm has a break-in period. Yeah, and this one definitely did. Uh, and, and it, it's, it, and you can tell the difference. You really can. It's just much smoother now and, and it's calmed down. It's less stiff. It's just, it's been beautiful. It is literally becoming my favorite handgun. Yeah. Um, I, I, I never picked it as, as that, but it is. Well, I've got one more political one and I apologize for the politics, but this is more fun than anything else. And we mentioned it to each other on a text message, but I just found out the distinct possibility that I'm going to be stuck in the middle of downtown D.C. the day after the election. Okay. And and I will be strapped. <laughs> I, uh... <laughs> now, uh, the more uh, elephant-memoried uh, listeners will, will remember a time... When I said that there is no need for anyone to have a belt-fed machine gun or a bazooka or a grenade launcher or anything like that as a civilian. Um, The particular scenario that you have just named, uh, I take it back. (laughs) 
Uh, yeah, one of my main goals this weekend, since I'll be out of town all of next week, is uh, to make sure that my survival bag is well stocked and that I've got a couple of extra things of ammo. And I think I'm going to be taking the lever action 410 with me and keeping it in the case in the back of the car. God, it doesn't matter who wins. It's going to be nasty. Yeah, I, I'm wondering whether or not I'm going to have to fight my way out of the city. God, it's just it's going to be a wreck. And I have and I have already told work that if I wake up on Wednesday morning and the city's on fire, I am not going in. <laughs> You're gonna see me mad max my way back to the airport. Thank yeah, you. Okay. I will. I will take my toys and go home. <laughs> God. Yeah, yes. when, I, when I when I looked at my schedule and went Wednesday. Oh Wednesday. When? Oh shit. No. Why is no. that bad? Why am I think? Oh no. Uh, yeah. I haven't yeah. asked the I haven't asked the boss. Did did the client think about this one? <laughs> you sure <laughs> their office isn't going to be on fire? Like, like this could be, I don't know, bad. <laughs> you know? Yeah, uh, I, I dude, I am uh, I'm right there uh, with you on that. But, it's... but yeah, he 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 sits there and said, "Well, well, they know the uh, the the answer then by that point." My response to him was, everybody's going to be pissed, or at least there's going to be a large group of people who are pissed. And the question is, is what are they going to be pissed about, and how pissed are they? Yeah, yeah, because it doesn't really matter. About half the country is going to be livid, no matter how it turns out. Oh, absolutely. So I'm... And, and half the country is going to be convinced that the country is going to hell, and therefore they might as well help it. Yeah, yeah. And it doesn't really matter which side of the fence you're on. It's it's gonna be it's just gonna be nasty, just gonna be nasty. Um, I'm down in Texas, so everybody here knows how to shoot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's a little weird. Uh, although most people in Texas are pretty gun savvy and pretty um, pretty. I mean, like. Well, I don't know what the numbers are, but the last numbers I've heard is one out of seven people. If you grab seven people in Texas, at least one of them's armed. One of them has a gun on them at any given time. Well, so, so, and that really kind of changes the dynamic a little bit because up here, if you decide that you're going to pull a gun on somebody, you have a much greater chance that the person you pulled a gun on does not have one as well. Um, when you're in Texas, you have to consider the fact that if you're going to pull out your gun, that there's probably going to be several other people who do as well. Hopefully I'm faster than them, can get off a shot good, and theirs is a smaller caliber yeah, than mine. And, yeah. and, and, the, and, and I just saw the video of it again the other day, the shooting at the church in Texas. Do you remember which one I'm talking about? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, the, the one... Um... The one where the guy pulled out a, a gun in church and was dead in two seconds? Oh, yeah, the shotgun, he was dead in 11 seconds. Yeah. Yeah. 11 seconds. From the time he pulled the trigger on the shotgun the first time, 11 seconds later, he was dead. Yeah, and there was something in the nature of 12 people standing there with a gun over top of him. Yeah, yeah. Parishioners yeah. in church. Okay. Yeah, so, so around here, he could have been pretty sure he was going to make it out of there without being shot himself. You know what's funny? Three of them had 1911s. 45 caliber 1911s. Exactly. It's like, well, that's Texas. <laughs> <You know? laughs> that's, uh-huh. Yep. 
Um, the I, funny part about it is, is that I keep looking at the different handguns that I've got and going, okay, when I go down to visit Sean, which one of these am I going to wear that people aren't going to laugh at me? Oh no, no one will laugh at you when you have a gun on. You know, most yeah, the but, most you'll get is a head nod, right? Like you don't, you know, I see that. That's good. You know, that's the. Uh, unless it's pink camo or something like that, uh, <laughs> nobody's going to be laughing. Yeah, I don't have the pink camo on. Yeah, nobody, nobody will be saying anything. At least not down here. Uh, there's, there's not that. It's not that kind of place, you know. Well, they, they respect actually, what that. I'm, what I'm waiting for more than anything else is, huh? Nine millimeter. That's a nice little round. Oh yeah, there's a couple of those. <laughs> I used to carry around that small myself, you know. And and you'll look at them and they've got like a, uh, and my favorite, my favorite. It, it's a, a friend of a, a friend of a friend shows up at a lunch wrap. He's he's kind of a big guy. I mean, he's not uh, he's not too small. Both tall and uh, you know heavy, uh, as far as you know, big bone. Had a, had a uh, motorcycle and all that kind of stuff. And he comes in and he's wearing motorcycle leathers, and that's not unusual in Texas. Texas big biker state. And he sits down, and, and uh, it's a barbecue joint. Uh, so we're sitting outside. And uh, the you know the conversation, as it normally does with me and my friends, jump to guns and personal carries and all that kind of stuff. And we were talking about some of the uh, – I was talking that I, I really like the Taurus Spectrum. And I was like, that's a and – and this is what reminded me. That's a good little gun. I'm like, well, yeah, it is small and good. And, you know, it's all those kind of things. and, and uh, with, we, with the emphasis on little. Oh, yeah. And uh, we turned to him, and he's like, we're like, what do you carry, man? And he, and he takes, and honestly, it wasn't printing, okay? It wasn't. I didn't see it. I didn't know he had it. I didn't know he had it in his shoulder holster. I didn't see it. Pulls out a uh, IMI 50 caliber Desert Eagle. Holy shit. And puts it on the table. That's what I carry. I'm like... Really, you need to shoot someone behind the vehicle that you're <laughs> that they're hiding behind, or like behind an armored personnel carrier. Like, what? What did no, you need no, that? No, for? He, he's trying to pull the Deadpool and kill like five people in line. Yeah, you know, I guess I gotta get him to stand in a line. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm gonna spell it out for you. But uh, it was great because you know you're in Texas. The waitress comes out with the drinks and all that kind of stuff. And she comes out and she goes, oh, sir, I got to put the drinks down. Could you move the Desert Eagle? Not only did she know what it was. <laughs> but it wasn't like, oh, shit, there's a gun on the table. It was kind of like, can you move that over? Can you move that over? I got to I got to put these drinks down, hon. Can you move the Desert Eagle? And, oh, yeah. Sorry. We were just talking gun. She goes, oh, I know. I've got my 38 in my purse. <laughs> like, <laughs> of course she does. <laughs> I know, you yeah. got to protect yourself nowadays. <laughs> uh, she wound up getting like a $30 yeah. tip, too. Uh, but, I mean, I, that's just kind of how it is. I mean, and, uh, to be fair, it was a rural barbecue place, and we were sitting outside, and, you know, the, the gun range was like two doors down. You know, uh, there's a, a... Yeah, but that could be anywhere in Texas. Yeah, it really doesn't narrow it down, uh, to be to be <laughs> perfectly honest. You know, you know, I've I've got to drive two hours to get to a worthwhile gun range. Yeah, you don't have to do that. <laughs> exactly. Most of the time, though, I'll be I'll say this. Most of the time, people talk about if they're talking about I got to go shoot. The word the ranch comes up. 
um, many times. I myself do the same thing. I go to a ranch. I don't. Uh, there's there's just a lot of land down here, so you can you can go and shoot. You know? well, yeah, but but once again, why would you go to an outdoor range that you excuse me a range that you had to pay for when if you've got well, somebody who just has a bunch of land and kind of goes, come on over. Yeah, it's free. You know, <laughs> and you're yeah. gonna have a better time there anyway. Exactly. Uh, so yeah, no, I total I totally get that, but. Um, good luck to you, uh, next week. Hopefully you don't need, you know, like, uh, it's not a Rambo situation where you got to get out of bad country with, with everything. I'm, 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 I'm worried about escape from New York type of situation. Oh well, yeah, that does, it, it could happen. You know, I, you know, I, I may be pulling out my eye patch and changing my name to snake. Yeah. Call me snake. <laughs> <laughs> that was such a great movie. for listening thank you for downloading if you're interested in more content like this or podcasts check us out at hawkseyeguns.com thanks again and we'll see you next time